0: This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk Podcast.
1: This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk. With Omnia Al Saleh and Hany Balkis.
0: Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. I hope you're all having a very bright and productive Monday right here in the heart of Sharjah. The weather has been great. It's been very breezy, not as hot as usual. And we're definitely enjoying and taking in the good weather. But Future Talk has lots and lots to offer for you today in terms of bringing you the latest on what is happening in the tech world, in the UAE and around the world, starting with Sharjah. Right here in the heart of Sharjah. We're using technology to detect parking violations because scanning vehicles will be hitting the road pretty soon.
1: Very excited to hear about that as we do know how uh, technology is expanding uh, rapidly right here in Sharjah. But let's go and talk about Facebook and how they're adding shopping and pricing tiers to their WhatsApp business accounts. Really excited to see what uh, Facebook is trying to do, trying to get into that e-commerce industry.
0: Yes, indeed. But for all those who have already went ahead and bought the iPhone 12, I have some pretty bad news for all of you because 5G has been draining iPhone 12's battery. And tests show that The battery is actually draining about 20% faster than the iPhone 11. What's that all about? And is it the right move to go ahead and purchase the newest iPhone? We're going to be giving you all those details in just a few moments.
1: Yes, and with uh, with, with the new iPhone, obviously, a lot of people, I did see this coming. A lot of uh, companies uh, are going to try to mimic uh, the new fast iPhone charger. But Anchor did reveal a lightning speed iPhone charger. And then we're going to talk about that in our gadget of the day.
0: Yes, indeed. But speaking of coronavirus and how safe we should be, there are new smart sensors that are being installed in some offices that can track social distancing. So, are you actually going by the methods of social distancing and keeping enough distance between you and your coworkers? Lots and lots is going to be in store right here on Future Talk, so keep all 95 locked and we'll be right back.
1: Daily digital news bits and bytes connect our world. Technology is rapidly expanding right here in the UAE and in Sharjah. And today we're going to be talking about how scanning vehicles are, vehicles are going to detect parking violations right here in Sharjah. Now, two digital scanning vehicles have been launched by the Sharjah municipality to monitor parking violations in high density areas. Now, the launch of the scanning vehicles is part of the first phase to introduce advanced inspection systems in public uh, parking zones.
0: Yes, indeed. Now, all of us tend to see the different parking meters that are spread all around Sharjah. And whenever we finish uh, parking, we Mm -hmm. go ahead and had to pay for our parking. And a lot of us tend to either do that online or even do Mm -hmm. that uh, through the app itself by paying through coins. So being able to make sure that everyone is abiding by those rules, these digital scanning vehicles will be spread and a single inspection vehicle can actually scan about 3000 vehicles in one hour. So they can definitely catch all those who are not abiding by the rules. Now, if you're wondering how the digital scanning vehicle tends to work, we'll give you a very quick rundown of it because all you have to look at in that vehicle would be the smart processor. Now this processor can actually check if a vehicle Has exceeded the specified time limit, or if the person who owns the car has not paid the parking fee. Now, an image of the vehicle which has exceeded the parking time, or the person who has not paid, will be taken and updated to the parking department's database. So, the car itself has a few cameras attached to it that can actually take pictures of the cars. Inspectors are then alerted with the exact location of the vehicle alongside the picture that will allow them to do all the necessary actions to make sure. That this owner does not um, fail to abide by the rules once again.
1: Yes, indeed, and uh, you can actually pay, uh, pay, pay your parking uh, yeah. with a various ways. Now, recently I downloaded an app called Perkin.
0: Perkin. Yeah, I was it's gonna called, tell you about it. It's
1: P R K N, and it is yeah. amazing, ladies and gentlemen. And I've <laughs> used it. And uh, I, I use it every day because when I go and do out, go out and about in yeah. Sharjah, when I pay in a parking zone, I'll just put it on my app and uh, I'm good to go. It's
0: nice because it has different Emirates. So yes. for those of you who live right here in Sharjah, there is a very easy number that you can text. I think it's 5566. Yes. All you have to do is text your plate number and um, the code of the car where mm. it has originated from. So like, mm. let's say Sharjah and then 69136. Mm. But for those who go to different Emirates... Parking would actually be very easy whenever you want to know the exact codes for yes. paying for that parking ticket.
1: Mm-hmm. Especially if you're not familiar with with the, the parking code in that Emirate, but you're probably wondering how many cars can this uh, this vehicle scan? Well, it is estimated up to three thousand vehicles per hour and can recognize vehicles whose owner paid the fees through e-tickets and those who even have seasonal subscriptions yeah. which a lot of people do have seasonal subscriptions who live on the uh, Corniche or in high density areas I, my, my father actually has one of those subscriptions I believe it's uh, around 1200 a year yeah you
0: pay you can, by year and then you can yeah, park anywhere you
1: can park anywhere you want in selected areas but I think this is very important. I'll tell you why, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Because a lot of people they, they they park in these type of areas, and some people, unfortunately, they have tried to commit fraud when it True. does come to these tickets. They would change the number, or they would kind of uh, ruin the, ruin the ticket for a way for the for the parking inspector not being able to put the number. So we need we all need to obey the law and the regulations. So I like that we're using technology and a vehicle of this kind. To kind of uh, to combat this thing.
0: Yes, indeed. Now, vehicles will also be given a grace period if the person is just on his way, on his way to pay for another ticket, or needs a little bit more time to pay the fee. There will be a grace period of about 10 minutes, uh, where you will not be fined if you have not paid your fee. But. Moral of the story, make sure that you are always paying for your parking ticket whenever you Mm -hmm. are parking somewhere. But let's move on to talk a little bit about Facebook and WhatsApp.
1: Yes, Facebook has said it will finally start charging companies using WhatsApp for business as it does expand ways for its users to check out available products and make purchases right there from a chat. Now, we do know that a lot of people use WhatsApp business. Now, it's estimated about 50 million businesses. And 175 million people message a WhatsApp business account every day and this move will actually help WhatsApp continue building a business of its own while it does provide and expand free end-to-end encrypted text video and voice calling for more than 2 billion people. So no one is really losing in this. The, the, the customer uh, wins, the business owner wins, and Facebook wins as well.
0: Absolutely. Now, for all those of you who have tried to buy from an online business, especially those uh, that are only available online, you'll always find on an Instagram account or even on a Facebook profile, a link to a web, uh, WhatsApp chat where you can actually ask about the prices or even place an order. But now, WhatsApp actually wants to make some money out of this feature. So, WhatsApp for business will definitely be charging uh, every business owner a little bit of um a monetary value for uh, using this feature but whatsapp will also be adding a shopping button so this actually went live earlier this weekend uh, globally and it's going to be coming to india in the future uh, months but in the future they're also going to be making it possible to add items to a cart and to check out all within whatsapp so not only are you going to be able to ask about the prices but you'll also be able to make complete purchases through the platform
1: now this will make it easier for small and medium-sized businesses to get started sell products and keep their inventory up to date and even quickly respond to messages they receive wherever their employees are now it's very important we talk about wherever their employees are because yeah. we are in a pandemic right now ladies and gentlemen and a lot of people are working from home and as an e-commerce website or e-commerce uh, industry mm-hmm. e-commerce you're doing everything online it is important to be in touch with your consumers, with your customers, wherever you are. And I like the idea a lot because let's see who uses uh, who uses these platforms. Now, a lot of people do have WhatsApp business accounts if they have an Instagram business account yeah. where they sell their products. A lot of people sell do home home businesses on Instagram, whether it's selling cakes, clothes or even handmade jewelry. Mm-hmm. So I like this idea a lot. And it does kind of uh, a prom- promote uh, entrepreneurship online and it's very important we see entrepreneurship expand because I I used to feel a couple of years ago that entrepreneurship at this day and age was kind of going down. But ever since a lot of people knew how to utilize social media and market on social media, we're seeing a boost in entrepreneurship and a boost in the e-commerce industry.
0: 100 percent. And especially when it comes to, uh, as you mentioned, tiny small businesses and even businesses that tend to rely mostly on visual platforms. So we're looking at, let's say, a cake business or even um, any form of business like crochet or any accessories where you would want to be able to share photos with your customers and for the customers to be able to share what their vision is of the product that they want to buy from you. Let us know how many businesses do you reach out to through WhatsApp, mm. without even you uh, realizing as you do it.
1: I mean, what feature I love the most, I love the most is when I order something online mm. and uh, a courier service will text me on WhatsApp. Mm. And its I'll be talking to AI. I won't be talking to I an official. I don't like those chatbots. <laughs> I like it because it gives me everything I need to know without going to a website, without mm. calling customer support, etc. So everything I need to know is done on WhatsApp. The chat is saved. It's not like going to a customer support website and having that 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 chat with with the customer support not being saved in your log. Mm. So you're having all that information stuck onto your phone and in your WhatsApp, which we do know you can have a backup. I have backups all the way from 2015. Oh, wow. Five years. So I like that feature a lot and I'm excited to see what we can see more in the e-commerce industry. Let us know your guys' thoughts, 4215. five durot slots or on our Instagram, at Pulse95Radio.
0: Coming up on Future Talk, we still have lots and lots to share with you. We're going to be talking all about iPhone 12 and how its battery has been draining a little more than expected. Stay tuned right here on Future Talk, only on Pulse95.
1: You're listening to
0: Pulse95.
1: Pulse95. Check this out. Check this out.
0: 95. iPhone 12 has been be- or has become the talk of everyone, especially after orders have been placed. People have already started buying the newest child coming right out of Apple. The only one with 5G capabilities. Everyone is excited about it having 5G, especially because this is the first phone coming out of Apple to actually support 5G. Well, before we get excited and before our wallets start crying from how much money we're going to be spending on this brand new phone, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about the drawbacks. The drawbacks of buying the iPhone 12 in terms of battery.
1: Yes, indeed. Now, battery is a big and important uh, topic to talk about, as you want a phone that is going to last you roughly all day, yeah. and not something that is going to die within a couple of hours, especially after they did not supply us chargers or <laughs> or any of those matters.
0: You know, I was I was watching a funny video yesterday of someone, you know, by opening or unboxing mm-hmm. their brand new iPhone. They got out the cable. The USB-C cable, and they're like, okay, so I've been saving up all of my charger plugs for this moment when Apple stops supplying it. Brings out five different plugs that he had saved up. Mm. None of them yeah. work because none of them have the USB-C.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy to see what Apple is doing and how smart they are. To, they're, they're smart. to make, cash. To make money. They're, they're smart at making money and they know us consumers are going to buy no matter what and you're going to buy the charger and you're going to buy the new phone <laughs> you know, and you're <laughs> going to buy the wireless AirPods because you don't have a choice.
0: The comment under it, under that meme was like, so this year we didn't get a charger. Next year you're going to get your iPhone just like you get an IKEA piece. Put it together yourself. You'll have the instruction. You can go ahead and put the I, iPhone I, together. I
1: kind of, I, I don't doubt it because <laughs> Apple is smart with what they do and if you want to buy an extra accessory or an extra camera soon enough, you'll be have to you have to pay for it now let's talk about the results of the iPhone 12 and how long it did last Now, 5g we do know it's super fast and it's going to be changing the world and how we communicate with each other but w- at what price are yeah. we going to suffer from having 5g and the results are in now the iPhone 12 did last 10 hours and 23 minutes on 4g but only 8 hours and 25 minutes On 5G, so we're seeing a two-hour drawback, which is which is a roughly 20% decrease. Now, the iPhone 12 Pro did fare similar; it did last around 11 hours and 24 minutes on 4G, but only nine hours and six minutes on 5G, which is again a 20% decrease. Now, we're thinking about it like this: you're going to have faster internet and quick, but I mean, at some time, at some point. I do believe that in a simple software update can fix, fix this because we do know when a new iPhone comes out, we see a lot of updates to kind of uh, to, to, to settle, to balance to set, it to settle and balance it out. And I don't think that it's, it's a big deal. It's not that I... big of a deal because you can switch to 4G anytime mm. you want.
0: See, this is where we're not going to agree today because I feel like it's not going to be fixed with an easy update. I feel like the update would only make it worse since mm. updates also take from the iPhone's storage. They take from its uh, performance. And I'm actually worried about all the newer updates that are going to be coming out apart from iPhone, iOS 14 what's mm. going to happen to the battery then and when we're talking about a 20% decrease 20% may not sound like a lot but when you are using the phone the performance drops on its own you know even if you don't do anything to it over time the performance drops if you were to check your battery health through your settings you'll find out that it was a lot less than what it was when it what it was whenever you first bought the phone mm. so if a brand new iPhone 12 has a drop in about 20%. What's mm. going to be happening when you use the phone for like two months? Mm. Does that mean it won't even last you up to six hours on 5G?
1: Now, well, a lot of people are comparing the iPhone 11 and 11 Pro yeah. to the, this year's model. Now, they do perform similarly as the new models do on 4G at 11 hours and 16 minutes and 10 hours and, 20, uh, 10 hours and 24 minutes, respectively. Mm. Now, it isn't surprising given that Apple's own specs for the iPhone 12 and iPhone 12 Pro are on the same battery life as their older versions. In fact, the iPhone 12 Pro did even go better than expected, but only in 4G mode. Now, when you are comparing phones and you're comparing uh, companies, mm. you need to compare it to some to a, to a phone that does have 5G as well. Yeah. So we went and we compared it. Now, Google's Pixel 5's battery did last nearly the same on 5G and 4G, which was 9 hours and 56 mm. minutes and 9 hours and 29 minutes. Now, it seems like Apple is outsmarting them
0: and they're outperforming them. They are outperforming them, but having 5G on the Google Plus and on the OnePlus ETS battery performance did not affect it either. So the thing is, I do feel like I agree with you on one end that in, in comparison with other 5G phones, it wasn't underperforming. However, whenever we're buying new phones, at least personally, I feel like one of the biggest features and perks that I want to have is to be able to charge it less and for the battery to last me a lot longer. Mm. So if that's not the reality with the iPhone 12s, Mm, I feel like Apple is missing out on a little bit of new updates.
1: I mean, uh, when you compare, you compare Apple to Apple, Mm. no pun intended. Now, Samsung's (laughs) Galaxy S20 and S20 Plus did even go worse on their 5G because they're comparing their own Apple, their Samsung's Mm. to their older versions. They didn't perform that well on 5G. But it's a little bit better than iPhones. But when we see a little bit better, it's a couple of small percentage difference. Mm. So I don't believe that uh, it's a big deal.
0: Well, let us know your thoughts if you believe that this would be uh, an update that can easily be fixed by a new iOS 14. Coming up on Future Talk, we still have lots and lots in store for you. So keep Pulse95 locked and we'll be right back.
1: You're listening to Pulse95.
0: Pulse95 gadget of the day new tech you might want to play with
1: False 95. new tech you might want to play with or even charge your phone with now i did see this coming i'll be <laughs> completely honest after apple did announce that they won't be providing chargers in their new iphone boxes that do come when you buy the new iphone so i did see that a lot of uh, phone charging companies that do make phone chargers yep. or even portable chargers would make a cheaper alternative solution than buying that usb uh port Mm -hmm. from apple now anchor who is a leading a leader in mobile charging technology did launch the smallest wall charger that is capable of charging the new iphones up to three times times faster than the stock charger that comes from apple or what would come in the box Now, the charger is dubbed the Anchor Port 3 Nano.
0: Yes, indeed. Now, this is definitely a very new addition to the mobile charging technology that we tend to see in our day to day life. A lot of people tend to depend on power banks, myself included. I can't leave the house, especially if I know I'm going to be living for the full day without having a power bank by my side. So the Anchor Power Port 3 Nano is by far the slimmest and lightest in the new line of portable chargers that are coming right out of anchor, and by far one of the very few that fits the iPhone 12 charging port. Now, PowerPort 3 Nano is small enough to comfortably fit in your front pocket, which is very important for all the men out there who like to have all their gadgets, all of their items in their pockets at all times. It also features one USB-C port that is capable of dispensing up to 20 watts of power now. So what? What does it mean to have 20 watts of power? That means that it can charge your brand new iPhone 12 up to 50% in only 30 minutes.
1: Now, I like this idea a lot. Now, I personally do have an Anchor portable charger. And uh, like Omnia said, I can't leave my house without it mm. if I have a long trip or if I know that I'm going to be out all day. Now, the f- I-, I personally, my phone does not finish charge that quick, but I don't like to have a low battery percentage yeah. so I will charge my phone as soon as it hits 50%. Can't really So, <laughs> so, so uh, having this technology come out first of all number one uh, we do need our phones to be charged quicker and faster. We don't like to keep our phones on the charge that long and number two where does this put Apple at now when you, when you see someone doing it better than your own devices. Apple and, can
0: do and, so. The Apple charger can charge about the same. Yes. But to find a portable charger that can do that, honestly, I mean, Apple, where are you going with now this? That,
1: <laughs> but that's what I'm trying. To, I'm trying to say because we have seen the iPhone cases now. I personally have never bought an iPhone chargeable case from Apple. Mm-hmm. I've never bought one, but I have used my friends, and it would only last me one charge.
0: No way. It would only
1: full my put my phone up to full charge. Once. Once.
0: And then you'll it have to done.
1: recharge it? I have to recharge it, so it, mm-hmm. it didn't sound sound viable to me. So, obviously, the number one go-to is a portable charger. Now, I've seen people have bricks for portable chargers. They're huge chargers.
0: Aisha yes. mazmi if you're tuning in, that would be you.
1: <laughs> and, and and to charge these portable chargers, it would take, like, what, 12 hours to charge it for a full charge. Mm. But, I mean, Anchor PowerPort 3 Nano. It's small, it's light, and it can charge your phone pretty quick. 50% in 30 minutes. Would I get one? Yes. And actually, I'm going to check on the price range right now. I want to see if it's viable or it's 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 uh, economically friendly to me, yes. at least. <laughs> so I want to see how much that costs. And I want to see uh, how good will it perform mm. for a daily use.
0: Now, that's definitely a very interesting point that you bring up. Because at the end of the day, this is a portable charger that you want to make sure that you can use multiple times and for multiple devices. Now, This portable charger is compatible with quite a few devices apart from the iPhone 12. So it's uh, convenient and compatible with the iPhone 11, the iPhone 11 Pro, the iPhone 11 Pro Max, the XS, XS Max, XR, 8 Plus, 8, 7 Plus, 7, and even the iPhone 6 plus. And it can also um, charge your AirPods on the go alongside your Apple Watch. So all you'll need to bring mm. are the different wires and attachment attachments that would fit every device separately.
1: So the wall plug, I'm looking at it right now, it'll yeah. go for a retail price on Amazon at 69 dirhams, which mm-hmm. uh, sounds pretty okay. Now It's I ha-
0: cheaper than what Apple would charge. I think Apple charges about 100 dirhams mm. for one Charge plug,
1: yes. Now, I mean, I, I like it because number one, uh, first of all, it's good because it can also change charge your AirPods, and it can charge uh, the Apple Watch, the, the Apple, different it can phones, can charge different phones, and it's in the wall, it's a wall charger at the same time, yeah. so I like it. So, would I get one if I do get the iPhone 12? Yes,
0: I feel like this is gonna be placing Apple at a very tough place because they are not offering the charger uh, with the iPhone so that people can go ahead and purchase the charger separately and for Apple to make some extra cash. But what happens when such a company is offering the same charger at a much cheaper price? What do you do then? Of course, people are going to go for the cheaper version, especially if it's a trusted one as well. And as you've mentioned, Hani Anchor is a very uh, known... It's
1: respected as well. Yeah,
0: and it's a leader in mobile charging technology. So I guess we'll just have time to tell on whether or not people will be purchasing uh, original Apple charging Mm, plugs. I
1: I, I wouldn't. Now, there used to be a myth that um, fakes or or third parties, they damage... I don't think so. I don't, I, think, I don't think so. I don't
0: think so if it's coming right out of Anchor. I think if it's a Chinese company or some cheaper alternative, mm. yes.
1: But but see, uh, actually, when you Anchor, I do believe they buy the rights uh, from Apple mm. to kind of manufacture these. So they have the full blueprint. Mm. So they do buy the rights to manufacture these, these type of things when it does come to Apple products. But let us know, 4215, would you buy a third-party charger instead of buying something straight from Apple? I would go for the third-party in Omnia. Same. Third-party, <laughs> 4215, or, at our, or go to our Instagram, it's just at Pulse95Radio. We're going to be taking a short break, but when we come back, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about smart sensors. This is Pulse95. Check this out. Check this out.
0: If businesses are reluctant to bring employees back to the office, technology is the solution because we're talking all about smart sensors that are mounted mounted in certain workplace ceilings to make sure that employees are social distancing as much as they should be. And the company that is supplying those smart sensors is called Point Grab.
1: Yes, and it did develop its technology before the pandemic to actually help workspace managers optimize how employees use office space, but
0: Let's talk a little bit about the size of this uh, device. So the size of the device is about the size of a smoke alarm. The sensors can record the exact number and location of people in buildings, including offices, hotels, and restaurants. So it could be used in different places, no matter where it is installed in. Now, one of the first clients to actually use this device have definitely mentioned how... Incredible it has been to remind employees about social distancing, but also to keep track of how far apart people are and whether they're traveling in one direction around the building or in different directions at once
1: yes and the sensors can actually record the exact number and location of people in buildings including offices hotels and restaurants which is very important and omni you know what this reminds me of yeah it reminds me of when you go to the mall mm. and you'll see that green and red light on top of parking spaces mm. in the parking yes. park a parking lot which so ones are filled and which, which ones, ones are empty. filled and which ones are empty and it's very important during the covid 19 pandemic because we do know that a lot of uh, office spaces are not working at full capacity. Yeah. They'll have, let's say, I know there's a 50-50 that's being implemented in some private companies. Some are doing even 70-30. Yeah, I was just gonna so say. There's a lot of percentages that we that uh, caters to whatever company is thinks it can cater to. We've seen uh, a lot of big tech companies and a lot of companies in general do fully home companies. They're remote, r- remote, yeah, remote working, working from home. So, I mean, this type of technology is important. I like it. But I never knew that we would need it now.
0: I know. And whenever we're talking about how far apart should employees be, this depends on A, the company itself, but B, whatever uh, distance the World Health Organization announces. So workspace managers can go ahead and set up alerts for when people are uh, closer than two meters for about 30 seconds. So if people, let's say you and your coworker, are closer than two meters for more than 30 seconds, then the alarm will go off and the organization can go ahead and choose what to do with that alert. Mm. Now the sensors have been included in the six feet office concept that was created by different services and different companies that are also trying to practice social distancing. But the best part about it is that it does not compromise on your privacy. Mm. So this device is still maintaining privacy, which is definitely a big worry whenever we're talking about deploying tech in the fight against COVID-19.
1: Now, a lot of people, and a lot of companies actually care about workspace optimization a lot. Now, I didn't even know that was a big deal, workspace optimization. It is. Look at no, Google but, and Facebook yeah, offices. Before the pandemic. Before, no. before the pandemic. I yeah. didn't know it, it was, yeah, it was true. that important. now true. We did see that was being used as an offices like Coca-Cola, Facebook and Dell. Mm-hmm. Now, workers actually might not like the idea of being monitored, but the company does say no images or identifying features are recorded. Instead, each employee is represented as anonymous dot on a dashboard. So
0: it's basically like a lot of dots. Yeah.
1: So <laughs> if, if you've played Among Us and you've, go- yeah. if you, you've went to the admin room, mm-hmm. you would see dots, but you wouldn't see who the players were. So that's the kind of the same way it works. And I do believe that this is important during the pandemic. I don't know how important it is after the pandemic. I'm mm. not. I don't. I didn't major in uh, <laughs> in management or workspace optimization. But let us know you guys' thoughts. Four two one five dual slot or on our Instagram at Pulse ninety five Radio.
0: Yes, indeed. But with technology or without technology, we should all remember to try and social distance as much as we can. Future talk is coming to an end. But we are going to be opening the airwaves for the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show with Omar Ad. Yes, <laughs> welcome to the show. Thank
1: you for the introduction. <laughs> How you guys doing?
0: <laughs> we went in with a bang. You
1: went in with not just a bang. You, you, you like almost moved me off my seat. How you guys doing? Well, you move us from our seats every time we come on Omnia. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Okay. Omnia? That's okay, Omnia. Omnia is so, with anyway, you on the show on Omnia, every day, yeah. two to three. Back to you, honey. Uh, so, <laughs> um, so yeah, so on the show today, we're talking about uh, so much coming into that. Habib Nomagamedov retires from the sport of mixed martial arts. I cried. There's a lot more actually behind that than just him retiring. It was so emotional. Did you watch it?
0: I, I watched his retirement speech.
1: Yeah, what did you think?
0: It was honestly, A, I respect him for it. Yeah. But B, it was so... I can't I couldn't imagine how he must have felt doing that last uh, fight without his mm. father coaching him.
1: Yeah, well, we're going to be talking about the lead-up to that. Mm. Also, what happened behind the scenes and also the issues he had coming into mm. the fight, which he hadn't shared with a lot of people. Mm. So that's going to be on the halftime show today. Oh, I'm
0: intrigued. All, I, all <laughs> I have
1: to say is the greatest to grace the octagon you for the so? lightweight division. <laughs>
0: Very good. Very
1: well put. Yeah, I watched that fight. I was actually shaking the whole time. Yeah. I've been following Khabib ever since his fight with uh, Rafael Dossain. Uh I've been following him ever since then and I'm a big fan of MMA so uh, his last fight made me emotional and I've been following him ever since time
0: well if you want to find out the reasons behind the retirement and the behind the scenes of the fight you gotta stay tuned to the halftime show in just a few moments it's gonna be kicking off but make sure you catch us again future talk is gonna be uh, live again same time tomorrow from 2 to 3pm keep Pulse95 locked we'll see you soon (music)